this episode, the Blessed Mother prays and teaches us how as well. The Rosary, our picks of the week, and so much more. The Catholic Underground starts right now. You have hit the play button on the Catholic Underground. We are the podcast cutting through the noise and bringing you the topics that matter. It's episode number 456 for those of you who are tallying the numbers. Mm. We hope that you are, because if you've been with us this long, there's probably a place outside of purgatory and very near the gates of heaven for you. I'm Father Chris Decker, a priest of the Diocese of Baton Rouge in Louisiana. Joining me, we've got Kathleen Lee. She is a teacher. She is nearing the sacrament of marriage. Yes. <laughs> it's coming soon. Hooray, it is. Less than a month. That's right. Less than a month. And Kathleen, we're glad to have you here. Thanks. As Anytime. Always. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. And then Olivia Galino joins us as well. She's teaching up a storm That's at one true. of our state's leading high schools. Aww. Olivia, glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. And then, uh, lest we forget, we must go up to space for yeah. this next bit. Uh, for those of you who might be new to us, Jeff Blackwell is on the Jeff Store Jeff Store One Near Earth Orbit Satellite. And Jeff, uh, <laughs> for Jeff. sure, Father. That's right. We're apparently all from Ohio uh, on oh, the Jeff Store don't One. Don't you know? And then, uh, and then Ed Ball is also present near unto Jeff. Yes. Where is he? In the ball pen. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Hooray. Extra you know, I honestly think that sometimes our listeners may get tired of the inside jokes, but. I don't think that's on the inside that joke. Is, Isn't it? That is very no. much a, an us joke. I they said know it one time pit. on air. I see. Listeners, we have talked about do it you enough. love the ball pit? Tell us how much Let you us love know. the ball back pit. Let us know. Back chat at Catholic yeah, Underground. If you're going to back chat about something, please make it about that. Yay or nay. <laughs> Yeah. Pit or no pit? So, <laughs> so one of the things that I'm sure that they do on the Jeff Star one, in fact, I know we do that at Catholic Radio, is the praying of the rosary. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the most famous, like if you need to denote somebody as a Catholic, mm-hmm. what do you do? You put a rosary in their hand, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And of course, uh, in, in popular culture, it's usually the rosary is not you. It's, it's used to indicate either a, a hyper-devotional Catholic or a Catholic of maybe bad repute, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, the rosary is itself a, a symbol of of those Catholics. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we would uh, spend an episode talking about the rosary because as this uh, transmission is going out over the air, it's October, yep. which is the month of the Most Holy Rosary. May is the month of Mary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so we devote October to uh, the praying of the rosary and uh, things denoted with uh, with diving deeper into the rosary. So mm-hmm. here we are. Yep. Uh, in fact, we've got our rosaries here. I, I I don't know if you guys have favorite rosaries. Do you mm-hmm. have favorite rosaries? Jeff, do you have a favorite I do. rosary? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe why that's a thing, but I I know more parishioners than not who would say, yeah, I've got a favorite rosary, yeah. one that I yeah. use all the time. This is my I call it utility rosary. It's always there. It's it's made of uh, of wood mm-hmm. and and uh, and a cord. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I lost it had it had a Franciscan cross on it that is now somewhere on the ground in northern Spain. Wow, <laughs> oh, there you go. And the reason wow. it's somewhere on the you know in northern spain is because it fell off of my rosary and father ryan humphrey said what's that and he just kicked it with his foot oh, no. oh, no. like, oh okay uh, so i had to i had to do i had to find another towel and, yeah. and put it back on there it has, yeah. it has to do with feel though and uh, yeah right. uh, at least in my because i have uh, more than one and but there's a rosary that i ask you to bless uh and it's uh, made by rugged rosaries mm-hmm. uh and and I, i've had people you know 
you know, scoff at me and say, it looks like a Fisher Price toy, but but it's got big beads. I it mean, does. it's, yeah. it's yeah. a manly rosary. That's right. Yeah, yeah we have uh, one of their rugged rosaries here. This yeah. is the uh, Memento Mori rosary. Yes, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah, it has yeah. big beads. The thing that I like on a rosary of any kind, jug, bottle, or jar, is uh, that I can move the beads. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of count them, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't and, like when it's stiff and like right, you can't yeah. actually like. You know, yeah. And then I have I have broken more rosaries uh, praying them sometimes. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes the um the the links are not uh, they are of a substandard material. But yeah. you know what? Any rosary is a prayable rosary. Yeah. yeah. I'm I make rosaries. In fact, and they I are made, gorgeous. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In fact, oh, I made right. the one that um, that I carry that I will carry. I made it at the beginning of um, my engagement, and which happened to be at the beginning of the pandemic and my mom started a twice weekly Mm. family zoom rosary Mm -hmm. and i was like oh Mm. man okay and um and so i thought well this would be a great thing to but you're right you're right people i make custom ones you know Mm -hmm. so i'm like what do you like do you like heavy do you i like a good heavy rosary i like to feel it in my like, yeah something yep. that if you yeah. were a nun you could put on your yeah. belt uh-huh. cincture <laughs> yes. this up exactly. that is that is oftentimes one of the things that i'm very a little bit jealous of of mm-hmm. nuns i'm like there's the word i, I want to wear that. like this would be so cool but um so it's it's interesting how people are like i like wooden beads i like light beads i like heavy beads i like big beads i like little beads um mm-hmm. but it is it's 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 the way that it feels in your hands and yeah, people right. are pretty particular about it yeah, yeah. Mine is kind of an accident, and I have it. It's just my purse, but it has to be light because I carry it in my purse. Yeah. Right. But I literally I bought it for like two euro or mm-hmm. no, whatever the Polish currency is, mm-hmm. crowns. Anyway, yeah. um, I bought it for like the equivalent of like two dollars yeah. outside of JP 2s birthplace mm-hmm. oh, and sure. like oh. in Vadovice because I was like oh. I need a rosary we're on pilgrimage I need a rosary to like touch things too not uh, sure right, mm. right. and I didn't bring a, one. that's a weird thing that Catholics yeah. do right yeah. we, we touch our rosaries to holy sites holy objects and to relics yeah. yeah and I was like oh shoot I didn't bring a rosary so let me buy one and I literally just bought like one of the ones that's not even in the store like it was out on the sidewalk and it was wooden and I was like well this will probably fall apart but I'll just like keep it somewhere safe that was over 10 years ago. It's a yeah. utility rosary now. Yeah. Wow. I brought it to the Holy Land. I brought it, like, I, I mean, I carry it with me everywhere. Pope mm. Benedict has blessed it. Like, and it because is, it's wooden, it can go through TSA. That's yeah. another plus. Oh. And, like, the cross like the cross had, like, an, an embossed image of Jesus that has been rubbed away. And so, oh, like, you nice can kind thing. of see. That's kind yeah. of cool, too. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's, like, it, it's become sentimental. And I don't know about y'all, but like I get lots of rosaries as gifts, mm-hmm. and like I'm almost kind of like, please don't give me a rosary. Like it's very sweet, <laughs> but like I have so many. I know yeah. I have to figure out what to do with all. <laughs> and these then I'm rosaries. like, is it yeah. blessed? Do I have to bury it once I like need to get rid of it? <laughs> which, which of course we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I have to figure out like, is it blessed? I'll just bury it just in case. Yeah. And so I just seem like a crazy person. Anyway, but yeah, mine is like very basic. It looks a lot like yours, just a little darker. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so, a little extra. Sorry, my bad. No, but this no, is that's gorgeous. All right. yeah. Any rosary that you pray is a good rosary yeah. to yeah. have in your hands, you know. We and so, that. and so we have our favorite rosaries based on the size of our fingers and our <laughs> other things, you know, like that. But, but, uh, but the rosary at its very core, more than just an object, as the world typically kind of paints it, it, it is a form of meditative prayer. Yeah. It's something that we use to meditate. And right. and what's really interesting is that meditation is not something that is that is that is just kind of that the catholic church has a a corner on right but we know that that meditation is actually something that we're hardwired to do mm-hmm. uh, because worship is built into 
our very molecular structure, yeah. you know? And and so we are hardwired to worship. And one of the ways that, that human beings worship is by meditation, you know? Yeah. Um, a bird exists by being a bird. Uh, we give glory to God by, by lifting our mind and heart to him. And one of the ways that we lift our mind and heart to him is in meditative prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's silent prayer, sometimes it's spoken, and the rosary offers you the opportunity for both. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's also, so I, I get, I get questioned about that all the time. Like why it's just repeating. I'm like, yeah, that's the, that's the, the beauty, beauty of it. it right. Mm-hmm. Is that you, 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 you know, announce this mystery mm-hmm. and then you're free to think on it, yeah. you know, while praying. And you know, the, the repetitiveness is what like, okay. Yeah. Allows you to, to kind of wander into the mystery. That's right. I think wandering is a good way mm-hmm. to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the early church was called the way. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that this is one of the ways that we, that we kind of wander, we meander yeah. along this way. I oftentimes draw, well, almost everything back to the road to Emmaus, which yeah. is my favorite, mm-hmm. um, New Testament gospel reading. Also the name of an early blog, if I do remember. Uh, indeed. And a, uh, a web comic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but so Emmaus, uh, you know, I always get the sense of walking along with the Lord and sometimes, I'm very aware of his presence right. and sometimes I know it's you, Jesus. And then sometimes he's kind of whispering into my ear, asking me questions and right. I don't recognize that it's him. Yeah. And meditating upon the mysteries of the rosary are, are indeed that. In fact, it's been called um, a short course in theology because yeah. there's a lot of stuff happening in the rosary. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than just saying the repetitive prayers. And we'll talk right. about that in a sec. Yeah. Well, and even like um, St. Thomas Aquinas, when he was talking about like, like the theolo- like theological knowledge. He basically, you know, is kind of speaking half to his students, half to himself, I would imagine, mm-hmm. that like the woman in the back of the church, like he called her like the old woman, mm-hmm. you know, given the time. But like he said, the old woman prattling off her rosary beads in the back of the church praying knows more about the nature of God than anyone who studies theology. And that has been my experience. Yeah, and like that is like, to just kind of speak briefly, like before we start on like the power of the rosary, like that is it, right? If it's sitting face to face with God, just like we do in adoration, mm-hmm. um, but it's like a portable meditation. <laughs> it is, yeah. it is. And how many times, I, th- I know for me, you know, my experience with the rosary, even until we started during the pandemic, uh, was I, do not have the memory to remember all the things that need to be said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I avoided it like a plague because I was like, I'm sure. I mean, it goes back to as an adult leading it and a friend of mine being like, that's like in the middle of it, just taken over because mm-hmm. I was horribly messing it <laughs> yeah. up. Uh-huh. You know, and, and that idea of, of the invitation to wander is like the Lord is, is not saying, hey, come and pray this perfectly. And, if, and we've talked about this before when we talk about novenas and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, if you don't pray it exactly the same, the right way, then the Lord Forget can't it. answer your prayers. And it's like, that's not who this God isn't, is. Yeah. No, yeah, it's you. You know, I love that, and and that has been a great gift to me is that invitation to to walk. Yeah. You know, the Lord doesn't say, "Hey, come and and this is exactly what you know this prayer should look like." And if you don't do it right, well, then it's not effective. Mm-hmm. You know, more times than not, you know, I have picked up the rosary and gone I don't know Lord I'm just starting. I'm just here are some things yeah. you know and, and I I always print out a guide mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I that's just how it is and, that's okay and, and I, as I, was I do le- the same thing now when I lead the rosary and as to, I was leading with mm-hmm. my and I helped my mom lead the rosary and I would like do it off to the side of the zoom you know so I'm like <laughs> mm. and now I'm like okay everybody let's take out our you know our guides and if you don't have one you can go here and find one you know because it allows other people to say yeah. yes 
you know, I don't need to have everything memorized. Mm-hmm. The important part is that we pick up the beads and we start the conversation. Exactly. And like mm-hmm. so many of our prayers, uh, I was telling somebody the other day that the reason I know the act of contrition is because I hear it so mm-hmm. often yeah. in the confessional. Mm-hmm. You know, it has helped me to learn and relearn what I am praying when I pray the act of contrition as a penitent and mm-hmm. not just listening to it as a confessor. And that's why meditative prayers, especially that are repetitive, are mm-hmm. important. Jesus himself gave us a prayer to be repeated. He gives us the Our Father. Mm-hmm. When you pray, say. Yeah. And he and these are the ways that we will know that we are his disciples by by some of these rote prayers. And so the rosary, of course, contains the Our Father, but it also contains other scriptural prayers as well, like what we would call the Ave Maria, the Hail Mary, is itself a scriptural prayer. And what's really beautiful about the way that the rosary is structured is that it isn't just a meditative thing. It's not just mantric that mm-hmm. I'm saying a prayer right. over and over, but it engages my mind and my heart, my seat of judgment. And so the meditation can lead me into other forms of prayer. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, adoration, like we were saying, but also like, I mean, there's like four main types of prayer that we talk about in the church under different umbrellas that mm-hmm. like, of like contemplative, meditative, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I mean, like adoration, Thanksgiving, petition, mm-hmm. right? Um, contrition or lamentation like all of these are things that like can be wrapped up in your praying of the rosary like i find that when i pray the sorrowful mysteries on the days that those are designated or like if i'm doing a rosary novena or something i like am i feel very contrite right right. and it's not just a feeling like i'm drawn to contrition like in expressing my contrition to the Mm -hmm. lord in, in meditating on the wounds of Jesus and yep. on, you know, the, the kind of drawn out nature of the mysteries, mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, he's he's condemned to die, he's um, crowned with thorns, he's mm-hmm. got to carry the cross, and mm-hmm. then he died, like, there's, like, it's drawn out, and, and in all of that, I am led to, like, yeah. first of all, thank you, Lord, that you think that I'm worthy of that, but second of all, I'm so sorry, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it really, like, gives you that robust kind of life of prayer. And that's an interesting point to make about the drawing out of time, and that's really what, what the rosary allows us to do. I mean, how many times do we do we have a night out with friends or, uh, you know, coffee with somebody we haven't seen in a long time, and we long to make the moment last, right? Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, uh, we're slaves to the clock. I mean, whether I like it or not, 60 seconds is going to tick over mm-hmm. until the hour is up. And with, with the rosary, we exit marked time. Mm-hmm. Um, like with so many of our liturgical prayers, the rosary as a paraliturgical prayer, right? It, it kind of points to a liturgy. It points to the sacraments as a sacramental, but it also allows us to exit time and to move into the Lord's time. Mm-hmm. We exit chronos, into Kairos, huh? yeah. the time, the measured time of the earth into the time of the Lord. And so, yeah, you really, and, and, it, and as you wander, you can move into these different modes and movements of prayers, and that's where the mysteries come in, and we'll talk about that in a second. But one of the things that I guess that, that's most basic about the rosary is the fact that it's called that, yeah. the rosary, rosario. Of course, uh, we know that, that a rosarius is a bouquet, right? It's, it's yeah. roses. It's a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And I love the fact that each of those 10 beads that denotes a Hail Mary is a rose that's offered not only to Our Lady, mm. who herself is a, an offering of roses to, to mm-hmm. God, but it's, it's also offering a bouquet of prayer to, to God himself. Mm-hmm. It's a part of our prayer to him. And 
Oh, okay. Well, I remember one, you know, one of the missionaries of charity several years ago here in Baton Rouge was talking to some of our, our young people and she was talking about, cause I asked her, Oh, you, you wear a rosary. What's that about? And, uh, and she was saying, oh, I pray, you know, spe- specifically for certain things and specifically for people in, you know, in purgatory. And she said, i I pray with every bead mm-hmm. as she pulls it through her finger. She said, I pray that it pulls one, mm-hmm. one yeah, out another of purgatory. Soul from yeah. purgatory and, yeah. I, and to me, that was such a beautiful image of like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, like there's a physical movement. Yeah. Of, of yeah. The and, well. and that, mm-hmm. that that you know offering this this flower and this flower mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah. sometimes you know when we talk about it being a, a rosary and and the the floral you know aspect of it um like i've imagined myself plucking like petals you yeah. know and like mm-hmm. he loves me he loves right. me not yeah, right. and there that's is right. no he loves me not it's that's right he, he loves, loves me. me he loves me he loves you know me. Yeah, yeah you know and it's and what a beautiful image that that even that movement is yeah. you know I, I maybe this is a a non-Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. I always just say uh, the rosary. I never say rosary beads. Yeah. I never use beads. I don't. Do you say? Do, do you? Know, we no. just say the rosary. rosary. But, yeah. the but rosary. I can. I, it's interesting. I notice a lot of folks that perhaps are not <coughs> Catholic. They say, mm-hmm. "Well, oh, are those your rosary beads?" Yeah. And yet, even the word bead itself, good old Middle English or Old English prayer. Yeah, it means a prayer. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. I did that. I only use so. it because I say, what kind of beads do you like? Yeah. Take yeah. that, Mardi Gras. Yeah. Imagine that. Beads, yeah. prayer, not debauchery. Hmm. Hmm. But it also is interesting because like, we are not the only faith tradition that uses prayer beads. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I mean, if you have ever met someone who practices Islam, like they they might carry around like their prayer beads or, or like yeah. wear them around their neck. I think they're mm-hmm. called misbacha, mm-hmm. but um like and they it's like a hundred beads or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like the Jews who are adamant that like they do not participate in like things that use prayer beads, they they find it like some kind of like idolatry. Mm-hmm. However, there's still a tradition of on their um prayer shawl they're mm-hmm. talit they wear um the little knots yeah it's a little right right mm-hmm. and they have different things that they're meditating on on the law of god and it and like even the colors like the prayer shawls um have like blue and white and mm-hmm. the the blue thread is like kind of knotted into the little kind of mm-hmm. tails that hang down from their prayer shawls um and that's supposed to remind them that like the the blue is supposed to remind them that like the law comes from god mm. you know so it's like and they use those to meditate on the scriptures to meditate on the torah and so it's like this is not a tradition that is is unique to us no right and it even pre-exists like saint dominic like mm-hmm. we have every i feel like every catholic child's like where did the rosary come from? Saint, Saint Dominic, Dominic gave you know? it to us. Mm-hmm. From, but yeah, it huh? even was a tradition that like pre-existed him. He's yeah. just kind of like made it go viral, you yeah. know. But yeah. it's like it's always been a part of our our faith. It's it's a very human thing to need like tactile like yeah. fascination, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, there's there's something again. That's the the beauty of the rosary is that it engages pretty much all of us. Yeah. Right. It engages our tactile senses. Uh, it engages our our, our intellect and, mm-hmm. and our will. It engages the heart, that kind of that mysterious unspoken part of us where the seat of our judgment lives. Um, the rosary, like this one, well, not this one. I have another one that's very similar to it that I got from one of my priest friends who was ordained. He was ordained before I was, and he ran the rosaries through his hands that had just been chrismated mm. um, oh, yeah. as, as he had just been ordained. 
And so the his rosary, believe it or not, 15 years later, 16 years later, That's still so smells cool. like some chrism. Mm, still come smells on. Like, yeah, uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, and so it, there is a notion, too, that it can even activate some other things. If you have a rosary that's made of olive wood, you know? Oh, yeah. Yes, and you, yes. get, you get some. And then, of course, there are those that, that will take r- roses that perhaps were part of a funeral spray for mm-hmm. one of their loved mm-hmm. ones. And those are yep. pressed into beads as well. Mm-hmm. So there are all these things that, that kind of stack on to the, the whole body experience that the rosary can yeah. be. And it really goes, it reminds me of, um, I think it's second corinthians i can't remember like when we talked about we're supposed to be the fragrance of christ in the yeah. world mm-hmm. you know um those we're giving these roses to our lady but we're also asking her like make us roses to give unto god that's exactly right mm-hmm. you know what i think we probably should do for those of you who might be watching us or listening for the first time just remind you that we are the catholic underground <laughs> That's right. We are the Catholic Underground online all the time at cutv.live. I'm Father Chris Decker, joined by Kathleen, a rosary maker. Yeah. Yes. Olivia Glino, a rosary prayer. Yes. And I know that Jeff's thumbed a few rosaries in his day. Yes, every morning. That's right, yes. every morning. And then Ed, I don't know, Ed, Ed, uh, Ed, do you pray the rosary? I mean, it's okay. You don't have to answer. It is an affirmative. Okay, good. I figured so, you know. But that's an interesting thing to note is that while the rosary is a very popular Catholic devotion, there are many who are discovering it all the time. And there are some who maybe it just isn't their particular mode of prayer. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 Because there are as many ways to pray in the Catholic Church as a toad has warts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And so so you you really do have a lot of opportunities for different types of prayer. In fact, one of my favorite uses of beads, either, either the rosary or a Chotki, which is an Eastern Catholic rosary, mm-hmm. um, is is the 150 beads that you pray yeah. the Jesus prayer on. Oh yeah, uh, as we as we hear in the gospel this particular week in the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B, uh, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. And and so that is sometimes I will use my regular everyday rosary for praying the that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always used to think like the rosary took like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. I started praying it and I was like, 20 minutes, like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And you don't even think about it. Like to, you're like, I, I, when I make the, you know, when I'm coming around the bend, yeah. I'm like, ha, ah. when you like, crest the third mystery. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm like, wait, we're almost done. Quit. Ah, ah, you know, yeah, yeah. um, slow it down. But yeah, sometimes as I'm making my way through the mysteries, I have to, and we'll talk about those in a second, by the way. Uh, I have to remind myself, okay, am, am I really meditating or have they just let the Hail Marys take over? Mm-hmm. And if so, it's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you don't have to you don't have to jerk yourself out of hyperspace, you know. Yeah. But to become aware of of what you're praying yeah. and why you're praying and, and to allow the Lord to guide you back into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I remember years ago I was listening to a talk by I think it was Dr. Edward Shree. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And he was talking about the rosary um as like a, a a meditative prayer tool mm-hmm. and I remember him saying like if you have trouble focusing which yeah. I do um to like after you when you're praying the Hail Mary after you say the word the name Jesus mm-hmm. to add something there that has to do with the mystery mm-hmm. or maybe has to do with just like you know whatever your intentions are yeah, so, so like, like Jesus the crucified one yeah the crucified one or like um you know, if it's the nativity, like Jesus who came as a small child or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. a short phrase, a word that will like draw you back in. Right. And that pauses you to, Cause that's, we, that's yeah, a really good Because we've uh, prayed tip. millions of Hail Marys, mm-hmm. but if I know like, okay, I'm going to have to say 
the crucified one, the suffering one, mm-hmm. who the one who was pierced for my sins. I'm going to have to like be to, drawn back to draw my intellect into the prayer. Yeah, man, Jeff, that was a rosary pro tip. It is. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to use that. I know yeah. I have to. I remember that one occasionally and I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. why don't I do That's that really more? Cool. Yeah. So the rosary, of course, we know uh, ha- has indeed um, a, a very ancient origin, as many of our, our prayer rituals and, and prayer experiences ha- are in the church. But there are a couple of times in which uh, the rosary is is very much uh, undeniably part of our, our our salvation history. We could even say that it has been injected into our life as Christians. Saint Dominic, of course, is one of the most famous, uh, if not yeah. the most famous, in, in twelve twenty one, as he was um, combating the Albigensian heresy that denied the mysteries of the life of Christ. They denied mm-hmm. that that these were these were divinely active moments that actually had effect on our souls. And so um, the the story goes that Our Lady appeared to St. Dominic and um, if not gave him the rosary, certainly rebooted its uh, yeah. its its ability to be an efficacious and active form of prayer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, St. Dominic began preaching about the importance of saying the rosary. And uh, hey, Kathleen, do you know any Albigensians? Um... No no no, 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 no. They I don't, don't really hang their shingle out these no. days, and that's that. That could be certainly attributed to the catechesis that takes place from right. from praying the rosary, mm-hmm. but also uh, the the spread of the rosary into the life of the church to meditate specifically on the mysteries of of Jesus, mm-hmm. and then my favorite, uh, the Battle of Lepanto, right? Um, and that was in uh, in the 1500s where there was uh, the, the the Turkish army was I mean there was a huge navy and and uh, it was this Islamic incursion and it was threatening to overtake Christendom mm-hmm. and uh, Pope Pius V a very happy many memory um, it asked all of Christian Europe okay uh, this does not look good this could be a very dark moment for mm-hmm. for Christendom this could be the sunset of of Christianity um, and and the rise of uh, of a very dangerous crescent mm-hmm. that does not represent Our Lady, and and so he invited the entire faithful uh, to to pray the Rosary, and in that most famous battle at Lepanto, I mean when you talk about it, it was an, <laughs> it was a poorly matched yeah, kind of a thing. Very I mean, the, the the Christian um, the Christian the Catholic Navy of all these assembled ships didn't even come close to to the Turkish Navy mm-hmm. and all their assembled uh, armada and yet um, and yet the battle was was routed um, and and wouldn't wouldn't you know it uh, Our Lady was victorious mm-hmm. um, because of all of those rosaries prayed and so Pope Pius V established first it was called Our Lady of Victory mm-hmm. um, because she was the one who was victorious over over this uh, this incursion and eventually that uh, it became joined to the feast of what we call today Our Lady of the Rosary but they're basically one and the same feast mm-hmm. um, so um, my pick of the week will be coming up a little bit later but uh, but the Battle of Lepanto is one of those times in which uh, Our Lady very much interceded. And we know she continues to intercede uh, in the gift of the Holy Rosary today. So we'll talk about specifically what happens when we pray the Rosary. What goes on? There's more to the Catholic Underground right after this. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, 
our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To Thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To Thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. I'm Father Chris here at Catholic Underground Headquarters in beautiful Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Because you may not know where we are. I mean, we we don't just occupy this, you know, studio in a void. That's yep. where we are. CatholicUnderground.com is the place to go. Kathleen Lee is here. As, I am. As is Olivia Galino. Hello. Jeff is in space along with Ed. And uh, they're running the audio and the visuals so that we can be with you on this podcast slash radio show slash TV show. And so for those of you who might be joining us for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the madness that we call the Catholic Underground. Welcome in. That's right. Uh, we are talking today about the rosary, perhaps the most famous prayer uh, for Catholics that just about everybody recognizes. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about uh, kind of our favorite rosaries. We've been talking about where the rosary shows up in salvation history, in, in our own history, um, some famous uh, times in which the rosary was was brought to the fore and Our Lady was victorious through her intercession. So maybe we can dive a little bit into what the rosary is, because there might be a couple of you out there who have stumbled upon us and go, okay, okay, rosary, fine. Um, what is it? What, how, how do you do, how do I rosary? And, uh, and so I suppose we can, we can talk a little bit about this, because the rosary is, uh, is set a- around these, these central mysteries. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about mystery, we, well, I mean, my 80s kid brain thinks of Angela Lansbury. Um, and murder she wrote you know and and how mm-hmm. and of course nowadays police procedurals you know ncis oh, yeah. colon fill in the i blank. think of unsolved oh mystery. you think of robert yeah. stack and unsolved oh. mysteries yeah i hated yep. that show mm-hmm. so, right. scary. Yeah, that is, that is so scary it's scary because ordinarily when we think of a mystery we think of something that has to be solved right although robert stack never did he never did if you have any information, then no yeah. one, no one. Yeah. That was the creepiest part. No they were all unsolved. That's right. They were all unsolved mysteries. <laughs> My brother used to torture me with that show. Well, anyway, so so when we see, when we think about mysteries, we often think about things that are uh, unsolvable or yeah. something that we have to solve in order for it to be, you know, really entered yeah. into. It's like a gap in our knowledge or something. Exactly, yeah. and we, and especially in our scientific world, we got we got to know. Yeah. But when we talk about mysteries of the rosary, we're actually speaking about moments in the life of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he as the word made flesh allowed those moments specifically to occur. Mm-hmm. And they today are still touchstones. They are still moments that we meditate upon. And the more we meditate upon those moments, the more we come into contact with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's what we mean by mysterium. Yeah. We mean that a reality that is made to be entered into that happens at, at, at the level of relationship. Yeah. And not just like a, a crime that needs to be solved. Yeah. yeah but rather a, a reality that is entered into in a new way each time we go in. Well, and I mean, I, I'm, maybe I've talked about this before, but like, it, I think that's the best way to interpret like the Greek mysterion, mm-hmm. because it is very much about like, this is something that is comprehensible, it is intelligible, mm-hmm. 
However, it takes an invitation yeah. because we're talking about the life of God himself and I can't comprehend that completely on my own, yeah. at least not in this life. My brain reaches an error message. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I think about like yeah. if you're standing inside of a room, mm-hmm. like you can only see what's in front of you, but yeah. you can take it in. You can yeah. understand what you're seeing, the people that you're seeing and talking to, you understand the words that are coming out of their mouths and everything behind you, you can't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there and then you can't understand it. Mm-hmm. But in order to see it and understand it, you got to turn around. Yep. But then everything that you were just looking at is not in your field All of, of a view anymore. All a mystery to you. And yeah. so the mysteries, um, especially like the mysteries that we meditate on in the rosary, like they're they're meant to be like bite-sized glimpses of the 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 the, the very inner nature of God, mm-hmm. and we can't comprehend that all at once, or our brain will explode and melt out of our ears. That's right. So we're meant to just like one at a time. God is very like fatherly with us. He takes us like like a child. You know, like this is this flower. Mm-hmm. This is this flower. They all have their part in the garden, but let's look at this one. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and so. Perhaps uh, the, the glorious mysteries. So there are four sets of mysteries, and we'll talk about a little bit more about that perhaps a bit later. But uh, the glorious mysteries, really, uh, they, they, they function as an opportunity for us to meditate upon the mysteries of, of the risen Christ mm-hmm. and everything that happens in the church today, if you want, yeah. uh, you know, so so the first glorious mystery is is the resurrection of Jesus. Just spending time with the resurrection yeah. mm-hmm. itself is is an opportunity to, to stay in that place, to be there at the presence of the open tomb, mm-hmm. to to be there with Peter and John running past you, mm-hmm. you know, to be there with with Mary trying to figure out is this the gardener or is it someone more, yeah. you know. Uh, to be able to sit with those moments and those ten Hail Marys that follow the Our Father of the Rosary, uh, of the, of the first mystery. Uh, I guess I should say that if you're if you're starting the Rosary, you begin with the Apostles' Creed, which is that basic early statement of Christian faith, mm-hmm. and then you kind of ramp up with some with with a uh, three sets of Hail Marys that allow you to to meditate upon just the the Hail Mary itself, but also a lot of folks will add um, the Evangelical Councils. Mm-hmm. Um, or they will, the theological virtues, so poverty, chastity, obedience, mm-hmm. or faith, hope, and love, uh, yeah. or charity itself, um, uh, and and you can offer those for certain things. Right? Yeah. When I pray for the the first Our Father, I pray for the intentions of Pope Francis. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's also an important mm-hmm. thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So so you have the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, the Hail Marys, the Glory Be, of course, which is that great little doxology, that that statement of what we believe about the Trinity. And then we launch ourselves into the mysteries of the rosary. And uh, if it's the glorious mysteries, which are typically prayed on Sunday, on Wednesday, um, or any time, that's also important to note that yeah. you can, if you're feeling like I need glorious mysteries today, yeah, you can pray it. There's yeah. no absolute rule, you know, just, just some suggestions. And so the resurrection begins that the ascension of Jesus, mm-hmm. the ascension is one of those things that, that I, I must admit, I do not meditate upon yeah as often yeah. as i would like to mm-hmm. the notion and when when ascension thursday sunday rolls around every year i find myself always standing with the apostles kind mm-hmm. of looking up into the air going i need to meditate upon this more yeah so the ascension is is the second mystery glorious mystery of the rosary the third of course is the second mission from the life of the trinity jeff you'll remember from your reading that the first mission from the inner life of the trinity is the incarnation jesus christ the word made flesh, mm. making his dwelling among us. Among us. The second mission from the Trinity, because we need the help, is the sending of the Holy Spirit, the descent of the Holy Spirit. It's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous now, or not not jealous. I'm I'm. What, what's the opposite of jealous? 
Mm. I am exceedingly blessed now, and I don't use that word lightly, because the center window in my parish church of St. Mary's is the descent of the Holy Spirit. It's the glorious mm. mysteries, but wow. the descent of the Holy Spirit's wow. in the center. So nice. It's one of my faves. I love because I love that part of the the story. Yeah. It's like, all right, get on, get to work. I'm going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh huh. You remember I said I was going to send a helper. Here he is. Now That's get right. on out there. That's right. And they were set ablaze. Yes, indeed. And I like I like the fact too that Mary is present. Yeah. In all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the, uh, that's one that's one of my favorites because I often I recently in my faith journey have in the last couple of years have pictured her there mm-hmm. as like being like guys as such a mother like come on. Mm-hmm. And they're all like they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us. And she's like <laughs> Been there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come wow. on. Been he there. Said. Followed my son. He yeah. said, right. And then here comes the Holy Spirit. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, go on now. Go so, on. Now, <laughs> now, now you've met my spouse. Yeah. 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 Get and on out there. I packed you some snacks. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder how many bowls of hummus Mary did make yeah. for, for John and the gang. Right, delicious hummus. I'm sure that it was. I'm sure that it was. But and so and but you know we we joke a little bit about it. But but you're able in the mysteries of the Rosary, the descent of the Holy Spirit. You're able throughout those ten hill Marys to place yourself in the cenacle, to place yourself in the upper room, to consider the fact there might have been hummus on the table, to consider the fear of the apostles, to consider Our Lady consoling them. This is the meditative power of the Rosary, and there's no wrong way to do it. You can actually walk around the room. Well. part of the mystery is is that you know just like the scripture is you know the same scripture the same you know mystery Mm -hmm. may mean something totally different to us Mm -hmm. that's right something kind of gets unlocked yeah even within the days like Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about you know necessarily even long spaces of our life like different periods in our life whether Mm -hmm. you're a child or a mother or you know a a college student these mean maybe different things to us but you know, even day to day, they can mean different things to us. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many times, this is why I love this one, when the Lord has said, hey, I need you to get out there, unlock mm-hmm. the door, yeah. and get out of your yeah. your safe space, you know, that you feel so comfortable in. And I'm like, I'm like the apostles, they're gonna kill me, right. you know? And I, I, I lean into Mary in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And it could be different circumstances, but it's definitely, you know, I see her mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I'm here. Really? Yeah. Like sometimes she's very calm. Most times she's like, "What did I tell you last time?" Right? <laughs> you know? Girl, like, please. You're right. You're right. Okay, let's go. You know, but it is. It is putting yourself there, and it, it can be like it's. It's like those movies where they they live the same day over and over again, mm. but something changes. That's right. And yeah. it's the and Holy that's Spirit exactly, that yeah. is at work. And it's exactly mm-hmm. like when you go into these. You know, when you put yourself into these mysteries. It's the same mystery, but mm-hmm. something is different. Yeah, you know, and 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 oftentimes for me, it's repetitive because that's how the Lord's like. Remember, I told you that a million times. I'm telling you again because you know. But that's how it works. Yeah, that's why we mm-hmm. can come back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think something too I think about a lot when I pray the Rosary is like, you know, we're we're meditating on like in the glorious mysteries, like the descent of the Holy Spirit. Like this is the you know mm-hmm. one of the pinnacle, pivotal moments in human history yeah. and in the eternal history. But also like just the like tiny things that go into something like that, like the fear of the apostles. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an ordinary thing, mm-hmm. but it's part of this greater mystery. Yeah. And like when you think about it, like literally anything in the life of Jesus 
could have been part of like one of the mysteries of the rosary. Right. Like Jesus sneezed, miracle. Yeah. Jesus walked, <laughs> miracle. Yeah. Jesus ate hummus, miracle. Mm -hmm. And so it like helps me to like through the ordinary to get into the extraordinary. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm like, God, like I don't, I can't contemplate this when I'm like yelling at someone on the interstate. Like <laughs> I can't, right. I can't contemplate the deeper mysteries of the universe right now because like, I'm just, I feel unfit for that. Mm -hmm. But then I remember that like the reason that we have the rosary is because it's something that's meant to be ordinary. That's right. As ordinary as flowers. That's correct. You know, and, and the Lord does extraordinary things through ordinary encounters. Yeah. Sacraments of the church are exactly that. These ordinary things that he imbues with supernatural, extraordinary power. Yeah. And our sacramental prayers like the rosary, the things that point to the sacraments, can indeed imbue that same power within us. Grace is transferred, and in, in, albeit in a different way, whenever yeah. we we pray the rosary. The Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, of course, is one of those things that, that occurs in the life of the church um, uh, and, and is not recorded explicitly in the scriptures, but it's something that has been believed by the church since the very beginning, and uh, as well as the coronation, the crowning of Mary as Queen of Heaven and Earth. That's also something that has been a part of our uh, of our Christian life since the very beginning. We, we can't divorce the rosary from the scriptures, and we can't divorce the rosary from its apostolic origins, yeah, its right. origin within the life of the early church and the apostles. Yeah. So from the glorious mysteries, we, we talk about the joyful ones. Uh, those are on, on Mondays. And actually on Saturdays, Saturdays. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 would, I had been praying the glorious mysteries on Saturday, and then I did a little reading. I was like, no, no, this is nice to be able to pray these in the confessional mm. while I'm waiting for, uh, for penitence. The Annunciation, which is, the Annunciation is a beautiful, beautiful mystery mm. to, to meditate upon, to meditate upon Mary's own trepidation, her own fear, mm. as she's getting this kind of many pre-Pentecost experience, yeah. Yeah. you know, announced to her. The Visitation, also another completely unsung mystery that doesn't get a whole lot of play. Oh, I love um, the Visitation. The, the Visitation of Mary and Elizabeth and all that takes place there. The nativity of our Lord, uh, being able to, to be there uh, at Christmas every Monday and Saturday, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that, 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 that's better than a Hallmark Channel marathon. Really, it is. Uh, the, the presentation of Jesus in the temple where he is presented to Simeon. I always said that it's possible if I ever became a monk that my name would either be Tobias or Simeon because mm. those are two mm. of my favorite encounters uh, in scripture. Yeah. And, uh, and Simeon, of course, the, the, the aged man who, who finds his vocation complete mm -hmm. in encountering the newborn Jesus. Um, the, the finding of Jesus in the temple, uh, I, and again, one of the things that has imbued my prayer about this is, um, is Joseph teaching Jesus to pray, mm -hmm. that he would have learned all of his prayers because Joseph taught, Joseph taught him. Mm -hmm. And so to kind of join that to the finding of Jesus in the temple, because what is he kind of, what is he expressing back to the, to the priests in the temple and, and the learned men in the temple, but the prayers that he himself learned and the prayers that he himself put on the lips of Joseph because he is the word made flesh. He is the eternal word. Yeah. Did your brain explode? It's okay. We'll, we'll give you a moment and moving, <laughs> and moving forward. Yeah. Um, but uh, then the Sorrowful Mysteries, Sorrowful yeah. Mysteries on Tuesdays and uh, on Fridays. Fridays, the Agony in the Garden. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I almost never remember Agony in the Garden. For some reason, it's a good thing that there's, there's no 100% right way to say the rosary because I always 
because the station of the cross begins with Jesus is condemned to die. Right. I will almost always substitute that one for the agony in the garden. I don't know why. I'm not really sure why. See, whenever I pray the sorrowful mysteries, I begin knowing like, I'm going to have to pray the agony in the garden. And like, for some reason, that is the mystery that like gets me the most. Like, you you think maybe like the crucifixion? Yes, obviously. But like, no, for me, it's the agony in the garden because to know that like Jesus was like left alone mm-hmm. in, in his agony, I'm just like, I can't take it. And like, so just the fact that like that's the way the sorrowful mysteries start sometimes is like enough to make me be like, I'll pray in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I need, I need yeah. a minute. Yeah. yeah. And that he willingly submits to it too. I mean, it's like whenever you have a difficult decision to make and you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta knuckle up here, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and yet he willingly goes into the garden knowing that he's going to have this encounter of uh, temptation to despair, temptation to step away, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, and yet knowing that, that his heart is, is still at its very core to be about the Father's will. Yeah. Uh, that I find heartening. Yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's hard to get there sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the scourging at the pillar. This, uh, obviously, if you've seen um, The Passion of the Christ, that film, that's probably the most graphic yeah. image of that mystery of the rosary. And it, it always kind of comes back in my mind whenever I pray that, that yeah. mystery. And then in Rome, um, there is a pillar in, um, in San Prisede, the, the, mm-hmm. actually the, the little church that is the first depiction of women saints in mosaic mm-hmm. in the West. Um, beautiful church. Uh, the, the, the pillar is there. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to, to kind of have seen it and then to join my prayer to, to all of the blood that was shed at the pillar, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but a drop could save us and he wasn't even to the cross yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, um, when I think about this one and when I meditate on this one, there's a, from the passion, mm-hmm. there's a beautiful image after the scene. Oh yeah. Where uh, Mary and I believe Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. are, are cleaning. Yeah. Or mopping up yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and somebody introduced that to me as yeah, they were the first, you know, extraordinary ministers of the mm. Eucharist. They were the first, you know, to, hmm. to, 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 hmm. to care for the precious to care blood. For, yeah. Mm. And to say like, that's, that's you know, almost diaconal. Mm. Right. I dare say. And how, and what a beautiful image they, she, they both knew mm. this, this, this is, is not something That's to right. be yeah no we, we yeah we're not going to leave this yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. when you know i would have been like okay where's jesus next yeah you know? and that's true and, they do like yeah. stay behind oh, and wow. it's beautiful and so what does that mean to me as yeah. a as a you know, and certainly, of and that, certainly you know? it's apocryphal, but at the same time, in the rosary, you're able to do that, to kind mm-hmm. of imagine right. some of the moments around mm-hmm. these times of, sure. of, of the Lord's life. Yeah. 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 And, and obviously, yeah, if, if Our Lady knew exactly who her son was, mm-hmm. well, even, even if he wasn't, She's yeah. gonna. She's gonna clean. She's going to she's clean very feverishly baby. and care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How beautiful. Mm. Uh, the crowning with the thorns. That moment where our Lord is mocked, mm. um, and yet He allows Himself to be mocked. They call Him a false king, essentially. You know, yeah. and yet He is a king who who needs no crown to show His sovereignty, yeah. because He is the crown. He is He is the altar, the priest. He is the offering. He is the king. Huh? Uh, Jesus carrying the cross, and then, of course, his crucifixion, um, being able to sit with those sorrowful mysteries. Mm. An interesting thing did happen um, in uh, in the life of Pope St. John Paul II. Whose feast day we just Whose feast celebrated. day we celebrated recently uh, in, in October. 
And he uh, introduced what what he calls the mysteries of light, the luminous mysteries mm-hmm. of the rosary. And, uh, and what a beautiful gift those have been to the church mm-hmm. because they, again, allow us to go deeper into some of the mysteries of Christ's life that, are, that, are, that involve his, his ministry, not just his birth, not just his right. resurrection, not just the bookends, so mm-hmm. to speak, sure. but, but in the life of Jesus, kind of the daily lived yeah. experience of Jesus. Uh, so his baptism in the Jordan, mm-hmm. the the beginning of the sacramental life for us, right, is is whenever we enter into the waters of baptism, and Jesus models that for us. It's all consummated on the cross, but he begins this work. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the luminous mysteries are also kind of tied up with the sacraments as well. Mm-hmm. The wedding at Cana, which is one of my favorite, yeah. favorite things to meditate upon, um, where, where again, Our Lady is most certainly there, and she is most certainly present. Yeah, one of my favorites because you know it seems like Jesus is being sassy mm-hmm. when yeah. he calls. You know, I for years woman. was like, oh, he just called Mary <laughs> yeah. a woman. You know, and he addressed her as that. But then, you know, when you dive a little bit deeper into, you know, her role as the new Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he, archetyping. He's a, yeah, he's addressing her as the new Eve mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. What does this have to do with me? And you're like. Google. Genesis three fifteen is about to yeah. be fulfilled, you know, and that's what's so what's so beautiful. Not only about the the mysteries and the rosary, it's about our faith, man. Like, yeah. you know, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, the church doesn't just put stuff out there and say good luck to you. Yeah, it's it's all there. That's right. We just got as and it, as it unfolds throughout your life, like as you continue to seek, as you continue to meditate. That's right. You know, and and not only you know, there's so many rosaries, you know. Meditate. Not only you know it is obviously a meditation, but like meditations on the scriptures that are That's attached right. to this. Mm-hmm. Dude, find one of those and spend yeah. time with yeah. it. You know. Yeah, it's like it's like seeing a uh, a chantilly or a German chocolate cake. You're you're gonna eat it and you're gonna eat all the layers. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you do that in your prayer life as well? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna leave half a cake. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, mean, I don't eat. Let's I don't be honest. Leave it. Um. So yeah. So you do have these opportunities. Yeah. And I mean, and like the beauty thing, beautiful thing about like the mysteries of light, you know, like mm-hmm. the luminous mysteries, which were like right. only in like doing this research, I was like, oh yeah, that that does make sense. The mysteries of light, like we're we're allowed to like deepen our understanding of that mystery that we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier right sheds like light the on, light mm-hmm. that we're that we're coming into contact with and, and allowing to illuminate us and our understanding is the light of christ like the light of god um and not just like the knowledge about god but like the inner life right that's correct and yeah. like i think the wedding at cana is a perfect example of that like I, I read in a meditation like i was saying i read in a meditation once from uh fulton sheen that the water saw jesus and blushed at its creator oh and i was mm. like that, oh that bishop could turn mm. a phrase right and so i was like and and I think about that all the time yeah. now because it, I carry that with me. It's like a it's like a piece of divine light that mm-hmm. has been given to me to understand. Well, Jesus was there at the moment of creation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the Word. Let there be light. Mm-hmm. And so he's still there. He's still God over creation. Yeah, and, and his creature. Yeah. Responds. Yeah, and so and like all the mysteries of light, like they I think they give us that texture, mm-hmm. right? Like the uh, of Jesus's divine life lived in the incarnation that's and that's right. sometimes a slippery thing for us mm-hmm. you know? especially like the third <clears throat> luminous mystery the proclamation of the kingdom oh yeah that one's this is this is beautifully nebulous yeah 
right? It gives you the opportunity to, to enter into everything that that means. The proclamation of the kingdom is the Sermon on the Mount. The proclamation of the kingdom is the raising of Jairus' daughter. Yeah. The proclamation of the kingdom is the woe to you Pharisees. You know, mm-hmm. it is the challenge to those who, who would not see God active present in Jesus's ministry. Mm-hmm. And so that that is there most certainly. Uh, the transfiguration, which is again, man, I keep saying these are my favorite, but they really yeah. are. The, the That preview of the glory of Jesus to come from, from the wood of the cross and the resurrection. Um, and then of course the institution of the Eucharist. How beautiful. Again, Emmaus, the end of the Emmaus journey, when he is made known to them in the breaking of the bread. And he immediately vanishes from their sight, but he doesn't because he is sacramentally present as they are preparing to receive the Eucharist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can just... I, I like to stick on that one for a while. I might I might say a few extra Hail Marys as I, you know. As I, and you can do that, by the way, yeah. especially yeah. if you have a broken rosary, you know. It's right twice a day. Yeah. So, yeah, you can just pray as many as you like. Um, yeah. So, oof. I mean, we could... We could go on and on and on, uh, yes. but but it's it's important to note too that as we meditate upon the mysteries of Christ, Mary is present, and that's yeah. why we say that hail Mary. We're we're hailing her. We are mm-hmm. we are inviting her to to intercede for us as we pray. Um, she is the one who always points us towards her womb and the fruit of her womb, which is Jesus. And she is always the one who prays for us now while we're praying the Rosary and at the hour of our death. Mm-hmm. And I would even join St. Joseph to that. St. Joseph's intercession is most powerful in the rosary, too, because he wants his, his son to be known, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So beautiful, beautiful prayer, the rosary. And I could just, I mean, we could talk about it forever. Um, and and how, how wonderful it is. If you don't know the rosary, um, we'll put in the show notes a little, maybe a little meditation guide so you can start praying it. It's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. And if you only know one of the prayers, if you only know the Hail Mary, Grab a rosary. I know you've got one, and just say the Hail Mary for all mm-hmm. of the beads. Yeah, it's yeah. okay, you know. And and if you only remember one mystery from from this podcast, just meditate on yeah. that one mystery. You can use spoiler alert. You can use a rosary for one mystery. Mm-hmm. You can. You have, have you ever done that before? No. Yeah, that's it's a good one. Like I, the institution of the Eucharist, I, I I'll spend five mm-hmm. decades on. That's which, a, by the way, they're called decades. Ten Hail Marys is yeah. a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not just That's something it. you hear on the radio. Down here they call them decades. A decade. Did you, did you, wrote, decade did you pray your decade? Oh, gosh. No, you can, a decade <laughs> is, is kind of a more kind of uh, middle middle American yeah. way to say it, you know. Yeah, yeah that uh, that mid-Atlantic accent. Uh, have you prayed your decade of the rosary, Jeffrey? <laughs> Absolutely, Father. Exactly. Uh, uh, and one, one other thing, and I, I put it in the uh, show notes, yeah. is... Uh, there's a pamphlet, The Rosary for Children. Oh, okay. Because as a convert, it's a play, a pray, you pray a glory be here, yeah. and then a, oh my Jesus, and then don't forget the, the hail holy, and I'm like, where do I find this? Yeah. And of course, this was 30 years ago, pre-internet kind of stuff. So uh, this has all the little prayers, and it really was a, a, a tremendous help for me as a new Catholic yeah. to learn how to play, pray the rosary. That's right. Mm-hmm. We, we've kind of worked our way into that part of the show that we like to call the CU Pick of the Week. That's right. It's a really quick Pick of the Week, Woo! and Jeff has just picked his pick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so, Kathleen, you've got your pick. Yeah, mine's very similar. You can go to uh, newadvent.org backslash. Nope, forward slash. Um, 
whatever, forward mm-hmm. <laughs> slash images, forward slash rosaries.pdf, or you can go to google.com and re- and search new advent rosary. It's the yep. first one, how to recite the rosary. You can print out a PDF. It labels the beads. It's perfect. It's awesome. I've printed out many, many, and I have many around. So yeah. don't be afraid to use a guide. That's I, I still use a guide. If mm-hmm. I have to pray the rosary in public, I will more, more than do so. Uh, your pick of the week real quick here. My pick of the week looks ridiculous because Kathleen changed hers, but um, <laughs> it's fine. So I inherited my love of Dollar General from my father, and recently I discovered that they have their own like makeup line, yes. which is everything's under $5, but it is like really quality stuff. Like Don't even shirk at the price. It is amazing. Everything is great. I haven't had one thing that I'm like, mm, this is not wonderful. Mm. So if you're looking for like affordable makeup, I would highly recommend. It's nice. called Believe Beauty at Dollar General. Well, and it is chef's kiss. Oh, <laughs> chef's nice. kiss. Mm. So remember how I was talking earlier about the Battle of Lepanto? Yes. I just discovered this. I don't know how it's been, you know, in the mystery category of, you know, things I'm not facing. Uh, but Lepanto is actually also a poem written by G.K. Mm. Chesterton. And so if you want to read that poem, it's fantastic. Wow. And uh, and I would also recommend uh, Christopher Check's explanation of the poem from Aquinas College. So that's my pick of the week. We'll make sure that that is in the show notes. Lepanto by G.K. Chesterton and Christopher Check's explanation podcast. Jeffrey, as always, the Catholic Underground is made possible by viewers, by listeners, by prayer warriors, and by benefactors like you. Tell them how they can join us, well, Jeff. become an official undergrounder today uh, by simply going to catholicunderground.com slash donate. Yeah, and yeah. You're, you're doing that. And also, you're very kindly letting others know about us. So if the podcast has helped you, maybe helped you pray the rosary, or maybe you know somebody that needs to pray the rosary and you want to get them started, let them know and, yeah. uh, and maybe leave a, a review on your favorite podcasting service as well. Alrighty, our panelists this week have been Kathleen Lee at Kaylee626 on Instagram. Thanks, Kathleen. Not for much longer. Oh, that's oh, true. Yay. Mm. Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Galino is the dot real dot omg on Twitter and yes. on Instagram. Always that will be me. Except yes. no imitations. <laughs> you know. That's right. Except no imitations. Jeff Blackwell is our technical director at Jeff Blackwell Us on Twitter. It's a privilege, Father, to be uh, here. Ah, thank you. Uh, Albert Dupont. No, he's not here. He's in New. He's in New Orleans. Sorry, I haven't changed my show notes. Ed Ball is our video director. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Love uh, you. Jim Hayes is our research assistant with his crew in the lab. And you know me. I'm Father Chris Decker at Digital Catholic on Twitter and Instagram. A uh, few remaining days of, uh, of Inktober. You've been listening to the Catholic Underground cutting through the noise so that you can find that still small voice. We will see you, believe me, next time. Catholic Underground.